It's time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Good morning and welcome to Karma Radio. So I am so ill-prepared this morning. My camera's off. My, my music wasn't ready to go. Oh my goodness, it's one of those days again. What is it with me these past two Fridays? Ah, so everybody settle in. Let's take it easy. Slow down. Enjoy this moment together. And I say this all for me more than you right now. I need to get in the energy, the vibe of what's going on. So welcome to another another amazing show. And um, well, let's hope it's an amazing show. I am uh, Genesee, your host today, and there is so much that I want to dive into. But before we get into the to the ooey gooey of what's going on, I just want to say and give a special uh, heartfelt love uh, love dedication to two beautiful women in my life who celebrated their birthdays this last week. To my partner, my business partner Julie. Um, on 9-11 and to my loving sister Nicole in San Diego on 9-12 you two are such phenomenal beautiful women who have so much going for you and I wish you the best best year uh, upcoming year uh, on your birthday week here so sending so much love your way and thank you for being a part of my life and um, and just so excited to to move forward. So let's talk. Let's get get right into the magic of today. Um, so we are we are going to dive into a phenomenal um, body of work. A very recent and new friend. We're continuing our conversation from last week. So Michelle Manders, um, currently in uh, residing in South Africa, um, was introduced to me through another program that I was um, co-hosting on, and um, and being introduced to her body of work was phenomenal for me. It, it um, I felt an instant connection when I just got her bio for the research component of, uh, of what we were going to be talking about on that show. Um, I received her bio and read up on just some of the things that she had going on. And she, um, in her bio, had written that she was um, an earth worker. She was working on um, gritting the earth and changing timelines within the earth and, um, and really helping to promote a conscious movement. And there was also another interesting component of what she had written in her bio and saying that she was a 21-year um, channel. And a channel is somebody who basically brings through their own body words, messages, and speaks this to other people. And people typically channel things that are labeled outside of themselves. So angels, ascended masters, you name it, whatever you want to say. Um, and so she had also in her bio stated um and, and then we discussed that uh, after 21 years of being a channel, she realized that she was not serving the greatest good of the energy of this planet. And she was actually serving a false timeline. And timeline just means a false uh, paradigm, right? It might be a better, more clean word to get you in the energy here. Uh, that she found out for 21 years, she had been serving a false paradigm. And, um, and that by 
opening herself and saying that she was a channel that, um, and, and not just that, but the information she was bringing through and how she was bringing it through was not serving her most authentic, highest good. And this all resonated with me so incredibly deep, um, so deep, in fact, that uh, as soon as we brought her on the other program, um, Ascension Series uh, with Dr. Tatiana Irvin, um, as soon as we brought her on, the first thing I said to her is, when I grow up, I want to be you. I just want, I want to do what you're doing because uh, she is a complete current embodiment of her authentic self and living her authenticity and uh, a career, 21 year career in what would be considered uh, kind of a metaphysical or uh, self-help kind of genre where she had realized that she was doing work that was false or inauthentic to her and it was not serving her greatest good. And she recognized that and then was able to adjust, turn that around so that um, so that she was in alignment with her high self, with her most authentic quality, and began um, bringing through information that was of her own accord and she no longer labeled it being a channel from something outside of herself. And so this resonated with me so deeply because... When I, and I've talked about this many times, but for those who maybe are new to Karma Radio, so um, I went through my own process of, of finding my authentic self, and it's been since 2013 that I've been doing a really, really, really deep dive on who I am and, and, and what I'm presenting, and um, right around the culmination of a long, in-depth journey up and down, spiraling up and down this this unbelievable scale of of being human and then being the most divine being you could uh, essentially think you could tap into or be, um, and then finding resonance between both those things and kind of unifying them into one one experience. In 2017, I had a very life changing experience where I recognized what I had created here um, that everybody knows as Genesee um, and and then how that was how that had served me in a beautiful way that was aligning to a certain path a certain um, for to get me basically to this point and then in 2017 right around the eclipse in August um, I had this what I would call a reconciliation where basically what Michelle Manders is teaching preaching living conveying to a, a very beautiful audience of, of people who are doing and partaking in her work um, that basically it's no longer time to be giving up your own sovereignty or, or giving your power away to something that's outside of you, which she discovered she was doing through channeling. She was labeling um, the messages, the words, the, the information that was coming through as a source that she was getting outside of herself and then bringing it through. Um, and she recognized that clients and people who were following her for those 21 years um, trusted and and really followed her because this information was quote-unquote coming from some angel or ascended master or something that was not here 
and now. Yet she was the one bringing through all the information. And so to bring through the information like that, it has to be a part of you. <laughs> it has to be a part of your resonance, right? To facilitate that. And so there was this a paradigm shift for her where she recognized that this information is most of it is of me. There's some things that are being brought through that are out of alignment to me um, because it's something that's she felt she had to, or something outside of her, right, that she was giving her power away to. And so she totally changed her entire um, process and stepped into her own authentic light. And so this happened from, and it happened to her in 2017. And I'm going to play a a message, a recording of her speaking to some of this in in just a little bit. Um, And she says that. She says, in 2017, this is when it all came through. And for me, when that eclipse energy happened, and I had done a lot of journeying and earth gritting, which is why I connect so deeply and and in a heartfelt way, I resonate so strongly with Michelle um, because I was doing the exact same thing in my own isolated way, discovering this for myself. And as soon as I came out of that transition of, of letting go of, of a lower energy or anything that I was giving my power away to and really claimed the space that I am everything, everything, every guide, every angel, every ascended master I've been in connection to has just been a, a form of me in a different timeline. And that's why I have connection to this. And this is why I've never felt resonant in claiming uh, claiming to be a channel or using a name outside of myself because it's all it's all me. It's all my power. It's all my sovereignty. And so I had the same kind of experience, but in a different way. Um, and, and so it's just this harmonious, I love, uh, uh, reunification with, with self and with authenticity. And so that's why I'm so passionate about bringing to you some of Michelle Mander's, um, work because she is a living example of somebody who, what she calls the, she calls it the new age religion and you'll hear her quote this and so she says things like that um, she was facilitating for 21 years a um, a lifestyle a, a message that she says was serving a false a false paradigm a false timeline a, a timeline or paradigm that was not giving power back to humans and not giving power and and sovereignty and and all of this back to the person that it was actually still a paradigm that was serving a this kind of power struggle and this is the biggest thing that we see playing out well I shouldn't say that for me because this is a such a big part of my path right now um, it's a very well. It's a big part of everybody's path. Look at our politics. Look at look at like what's causing every kind of <laughs> duality, right? That we're experiencing here right now. Um, basically, it's this power struggle. It's who are you willing to sacrifice your authenticity for? And this happens in a family matrix and a family level. You know, uh, are you willing to um, do your kids constantly <laughs> steal your power? Does mother-in-law constantly take your voice and your power away? Who's and it's 
power struggles come in through guilt, through passive aggressiveness, through manipulation, you name it. You know, there's so many ways that people outside of us can trigger us to basically have us give up our power, go to relationships, boss, co-worker, employees, friendships, whatever it is. Look at all these relationships and how there's probably some way, shape or form where you allow somebody to take your power away, where you get triggered into not holding your resonance vibration or who you are authentically you surrender a value a truth that is yours to somebody outside of you this is the i mean go through every archetypal um label you know the victim the prostitute the saboteur the child whatever role it is you're playing just think of these different archetypal roles and who's triggering you into playing what role right so when you can't hold that authentic truth of who you are you're basically playing this duality of giving your power away and so I've gone through all the physical well not all of them I've gone through two physical ways that people can take our power but so what Michelle and and I had experienced in 2017 was this complete shift where the even those who were claiming complete, you know, uh, let's just say enlightenment, right? Our, our visionaries, our spiritual leaders of this time that are channeling or, or however the information is coming through, anytime we're still saying that the source is outside of us and we're giving that power away, it's just another level of, of giving power away and saying, I'm just a vessel. I'm not good enough to own this information I'm bringing through. Or I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not validated yet enough in my own essence to claim that this information is not only of the highest connection and and light-filled message, but uh, that you know I I'm the one bringing it through. That people are still shifting this this to give the power away to something that's outside of themselves. And so this was a big trigger for me and, and, um, and also for Michelle and in, in different ways, definitely. But, um, she was triggered then to create the Ascension, the Aurora Ascension Academy. And so, um, if so far any of this has resonated with you and you want to write down some, some little tidbits to check into michellemanders.com. It's M I C H E L L E. M-A-N-D-E-R-S.com. That's her personal website. You can find everything she's doing there. Um, And on that website, she's got lots of free nuggets for you. She does a radio show as well out of um, South Africa, and it's called Soul Chat. It's a streaming uh, show, and you can find that link on her on her website and it's she does it with her husband which is so beautiful um soul chat radio that's a free resource that you can um reference and kind of get some of her energy and see what she's bringing through um and she uh just side note we're going to get more into her the 12 week process she just started on 9 11 um and and so she is doing radio shows bringing kind of more depth to what's happening in this workshop that she's bringing through for this these next 12 weeks until november um she also has a youtube channel which of course (laughs) you can play around there and see some of the things she's done um but she also has lots of um like she has a free course
course. So uh, five, it's like a five-week process. And um, and so you can go on to her website and get that whole free course. And it's about um, reclaiming a lot of your sovereignty, uh, understanding manifestation, a fair exchange of energy, and, and how all of this plays out and how that will recreate for you um, a, a new starting off point so that you are holding your authentic uh, vibration so that you're able to hold that truth of who you are in the face of all of these kind of uh, dualistic power struggles that are going on, you know, whether you're the person yelling at the TV because of politics again and, and political agendas and whatever it is there, or if it's a power struggle of your left and right brain and what you're willing to submit to <laughs> internally for your free will and choice of your process and, and what, you know, what, what, um, I want to say timelines or cycles you're going to repeat or not repeat every day, right? If it's this, you know, partnership uh, where you're giving your power away there, if it's in the family, if it's with yourself, right? So there's just so many levels and layers at which, or if it's you're the person who's meditating and you are one of these spiritual leaders and you are receiving information and and it's of the highest, uh, most benevolent light and love energy and it feels so resonant to you, yet you're not able to claim that as a truth of your own own essence and you still give your power away to something that you think is better than you greater than you um you name it and so wherever and whatever your your um understanding you know or understanding from right now wherever you are on that mountain um this is happening to everybody and so very interesting we're just going to keep going deeper but um oh let me find his name because i was just introduced um, let's see. We um, so little. <laughs> I've been teasing this now for the first time. Um, a friend and I um, have uh, created visionary workshops, visionary retreats, and our first one is um, December thirty first of this year, and it goes to January sixth. And um, and we're inviting um, we're inviting amazing what you would call leaders, teachers, way showers, visionaries to uh, lead these retreats and there's going to be about four to five different teachers at each retreat with a very small just handful of students and we're going to live work and play together and so um you know in in talking and entertaining um some of these visionaries uh she had brought to my attention a gentleman who uh who does a weekly YouTube show and it's all on astrology and if you at all follow what's happening in the cosmos to validate your path and what what's being triggered um, for you now I'd say he is so far one of the most uh, <laughs> just he's like so joy filled and fun but so detailed he does like an hour an hour YouTube um, every every time and it's so cute how he breaks it down um, but he gives you detail by detail what is happening and, and why and what everything's transitioning and transiting and shadowing and oh my gosh it's like so much information so it's called Serious Joy TV and it's serious like the constellation of course so S-I-R-I-U-S J-O-Y dot TV and um, and he, I'm not even going to try and, I was going to try and play you a little tidbit on air, but uh, it's, it's, it's too much, too much going on today. Um, and so if you go to his, uh, his 
web channel or whatever that is, seriousjoy.tv. Um, if you go there, he has all of his videos posted and, um, and he talked about the nine, I think it was on nine, seven was this posting and talked about the energy we were moving into, um, this week of nine 11. And it's been a hard week. Um, except for my birthday girls, I'm sure. No, 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 <laughs> actually. Nope. I know at least one of them was severely triggered by exactly this, this energy that's been coming up. So, um, so much. And, and a lot of times astrology kind of dictates to each sign, right? What's happening in the cosmos. And I'm talking so much about this because Michelle Manders does so much of what, um, her process is through connection to the, the cosmic alignments as well. And so, um, he just gives a great, uh, a great, a great And this is a collective time. And I was saying that, you know, typically astrology is kind of specific, well, as specific as you want. But um, when we're talking broad, just astrology signs, you know, there's usually certain things happening to Capricorn, certain things happening to Pisces and vice versa, depending on what house is being triggered or I don't know, this isn't my language. But um, right now there is this huge collective shift of energy that's happening and it's going to be happening and then um, come to kind of a head in November if I'm understanding everything correctly. And um, it's just playing out so what everybody's been saying in this realm that does, you know, that read the stars, um, what everybody's been saying has been so accurate and so insanely like spot on that it's it's quite interesting and sometimes it's nice to have that validation of why you might think so many things are kind of shifting and breaking down right now but um to to focus or or watch this it's so nice um and validating to have that feedback to know that at this time we're trying yet again like i said at the beginning of the show to reclaim the next level of who we're all moving into. And this is triggering everybody, everybody, the collective conscious right now. So that's where all these people who read the stars are saying, this isn't just happening on an individual basis. Like everybody right now is shifting. Everything is breaking down. And when everybody has to go release the density at the same time, right? If just think of any, uh, any ball game you've ever gone to, right? And when the inning breaks or whatever, seventh inning stretch, and everybody goes to the bathroom at the same time, it's chaos. <laughs> so this is what's happening energetically for all of us right now. It's like everybody's trying to go to the bathroom at the same time and release their SHIT. So when that happens, of course, we're all going to get in each other's ways. We're going to get triggered by the people surrounding us. And, and, and the the validating quality here is that if you recognize this is what's happening and if you don't get stuck in the trigger (laughs) and if you see the trigger for what it is that it's just reflecting to you that part of yourself that needs to be let go and you can shift that then you will come out of this (laughs) i see beyonce like i am a survivor so um in saying that i want to get right to michelle's um Recording because she recorded for us 20 minutes. I had, um, I'll just preface this by saying, um, I've started her course on 9 11. It's, um, it's a course on, um, 
on the 9-11 Armageddon agenda, which um, she's using um, kind of worldwide terminology. Her her, her belief system is that, um, and I shouldn't say belief system, her, um, how, how she sees or explains this uh, work coming through, coming to fruition, what happens is there is a collective energy that's being healed as she does these different chapters or courses of work. And then um, and then what's happening is these uh, collective energies that are coming up to be healed are also reflecting individual energies that we're all dealing with that we've all taken on and how that's manifesting in our own life. So during 9-11, there were these war-type agendas. Um, think ego, think the the um the density of the the um masculine energy that's war and control and um and so these things were triggered of course 911 um and um and that started a timeline uh where we have gotten sucked into playing out these energies in our own personal lives and so this is what she does she gives you kind of like the collective understanding of what happened what got triggered at that time and then how we all took that into our own um, energetic process to work through and so as you're doing the 12-week process um, you're healing the energies as they're presenting themselves for you and this is go back to what I was talking about earlier this is this duality that we're all kind of experiencing right now where this density energy is being triggered by outside forces within us to get shifted and then released and so again if you go to seriousjoy.tv he did a really great and he goes by sign kind of what house this is playing out for you so it was just a really cool kind of full circle moment where Michelle's doing all of this amazing in-depth work with individuals um, healing themselves and then inevitably healing kind of this timeline that was created and um, and then he kind of gave specifics on how everybody's interpreting it so uh, and I just want to say too if um, because I'm going to play her interview here for you if this is something that resonates with you um, I talked to Michelle and she said you can email her it's not too late and um, if you wanted to be a, a part of it sh- you can just email her and you'll find that on her website michellemanders.com um, give her an email and she'll help uh, set up for you or give you more information on how to join and how to be a part of the collective that's doing all of this work her website has so much information on what each of the 12 weeks entails um, and just one thing I want to break down before I play her um, her message here is um, I start I asked her quite a few questions and um, and she starts out saying okay you're answered a question one but then she kind of just answers all the questions so I just want to give you a little heads up so I asked the first question I asked her was when did you create Aurora Ascension Academy and how has this changed if at all from its original concept and then I also asked her um, question two, and then I had a lot of questions that she answered eloquently enough, but you kind of need to know these first two. The second one was, um, so this current 9-11 Armageddon kind of (laughs) software implant timeline thing that we're working with in these 12 weeks, um, she's calling it chapter four. And so I asked her, um, you know, 
why do you label them chapters? To me, chapters sounds like something's compounding. It sounds like a book that a book, when you go through the chapters, when you get to the final chapter, it ends. And so I was asking her, you know, um, we're on chapter four. So to you, what does this mean? And um, and she explains it in enough of a, a way that you'll understand it. But I just wanted you to understand why she starts to explain chapter four. And so she's already done um, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. And we're now here, um, just started 9-11 a few days ago and starting this 12-week process, which ends in November, which is going to be a huge trigger point. Everybody in astrology says November is this huge energy kind of point that we're all going to walk into at the same time. And so this uh, whole 12-week process goes through until November. So I am going to play this for you now. Sophisticated software. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm doing all this right. Turn down all my volumes. Let's see. All right. So, oh, geez. Could you imagine if I could not get this going? Oh, my goodness. So, I might just have to play it out loud. One more time. Let me try. Oh, you hear it picking. <laughs> what if that's somebody trying to tell me how to do it? I don't know why I always get scared by that phone. All right. Well, let's just do it this way. And um, it was the day that I had launched <clears throat> one. Oh, that was interesting. Of my... Um, major transformations that have taken place in my career um let me quickly say here i i i my practice as such um was born at the light weaver and that was uh, back in um 1999 and um <clears throat> After uh, years of huge shifting and changing within that energy vibration um, and a whole lot of other things happening, I uh, collapsed the Lightweaver energy field uh, because it had been um, infiltrated and <clears throat> rebirthed everything as the Palace of Peace. However, that was also just another step in this incredible journey that has unfolded in my, in my life, Genesee. And um, the Aurora Ascension Academy has come about as a result of this journey that I've walked since uh, the 11th of November 2011 up until August 2017 when my full inner disclosure happened and and I uh, fully acknowledged that the Ascended Masters and the New Age religion and the channeling and that that I'd been doing for 21 years uh, was in actual fact uh, serving the false ascension timeline. So my inner disclosure essentially became this massive transformation, uh, the next step in this journey. And Aurora Online Ascension Academy is the birth uh, child. It's my love child um 
it is the outcome of the very huge transformation I have gone through over this past um, year, because it's, uh, well, what we, early September 2018. So it's been just over a year since this massive change happened. But the Online Ascension Academy came together in um, May of, of 2018. Now, um, <clears throat> This, in actual fact, um, takes me on to answering uh, one, of, one of your other questions. And, um, you know, we are on Chapter 4 of the Sacred Chronicles of Aurora, which is one of two major projects that are always running uh, <clears throat> at michellemanders.com or the Aurora Online Ascension Academy, whichever is easiest for you to remember. The Sacred Chronicles of Aurora is an incredible body of work um, working with the planetary grids. Uh, in other words, the planetary central nervous system as well as the planetary brain, which is also known as the planetary logos. So our brain and central nervous system is working in conjunction with Mother Earth as these healings now take place. When I started the, um, the Sacred Chronicles of Aurora, the journey was incredible. Chapter one um, took us through this journey of uh, having to acknowledge that humankind was nowhere near kind and that humankind was human mean and we began the journey of connecting into the human meanness that had completely drowned human kindness. Chapter two was another incredible journey and chapter two's title is why religion must go and god must stay and this included the new age religion <clears throat> and it was in actual fact <coughs> i beg your pardon <coughs> it was in actual fact chapter one where the energies that eventually culminated in my full inner disclosure woke up. Chapter one, I have not made available because at that stage there was still channeling involved and it was it was it was coming to the end of my time in the new age religion. So what I will be doing is re is going through the whole of chapter one. And I will rewrite it and publish it as a um, as a written publication. Chapter two took us through, as I said, the most um, intense time because we were looking at why religion must go and God must stay. We woke up to what the Antichrist is, um, what its uh, purpose is, what its MO is, uh, what it's done, and the realization of the good God and the, and the evil God um, really shifts density in our body because then we connect with that same template in ourselves, those implants, etc. So the Sacred Chronicles of Aurora body of work has been phenomenal. 
uh, in terms of us being switched on at different levels uh, so that we can see through the deception, the lies, and own our... Um, our own way of, uh, we'll own the things that have, you know, swayed us from our past or, path or led us astray. So, um, chapter four, I beg your pardon, chapter three, then followed on from that. So, we had collapsed these energies inside of us in relation to why, uh, why religion, violent religions, and the new age religion, and all controlling uh, bloodthirsty violent religions must go and why God must stay. Now, since <laughs> that project, I've gone through huge shifts. And because I am presenting these in real time, I'm experiencing them in real time. So I'll experience the energy uh, a few weeks before um, my, my group and the rest of my um, guardian team uh, experience it. But it's it's, uh, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. And um, since chapter two, I shifted into another very powerful space within myself when we worked with collapsing the four houses of poverty consciousness, which is what chapter three was all about. And that one we worked on for 16 weeks. We focused on collapsing the Babylonian black magic money slave system out of our energy template and blueprint. Uh, we had to look at uh, everything that was contributing to the distortions in our lives that kept on attracting or manifesting poverty. We were looking at the distortions between uh, sex and lust and uh, <clears throat> sex and money, uh, we went in depth into the distortions around the pharmaceutical industry and how that has impacted our bodies and implanted our bodies. We did extensive releasing of these uh, implants and imposter spirits and ancestral entity attachments. And we also went deeper into the distortions of the education system and what that did to us as children, how that robbed us of our imagination, our authenticity, our curiosity, our awe-inspired <laughs> inner direction that, you know, every child is, is driven by. So chapter three, those 16 weeks also unpacked so many dynamics because we had to look at the core of what is our four houses of poverty consciousness in ourselves. So we also got to the bottom of healing some deep trauma around sexual wounding, um, uh, abuse, uh, you know, via education, bullying at school, uh, the, you know, the physical body, health issues. There were so many dynamics there that came up. And during those 16 weeks, I mean, my, my husband and I went through massive challenges, even within our relationship with one another. And chapter three was about understanding our inner masculine self and recognizing how that is reflected in the people in our lives and as a woman how my masculine self was staring me in the face in the form of this manifested human being in front of me my husband whom 
I love and adore, but at times really have difficulty uh, understanding. And this was the dynamic that was playing out during uh, chapter three. Having come to the end of chapter three, which uh, was um, on the 28th of August, 2018, the, the inner break through and the the inner sense of having broken free is incredible but in uh, well a part let me put it this way uh whilst we were involved in those six 16 weeks we had incredible astrological events going down um we had the eclipses that began on the 12th of the 12th of july that went all the way through to to august um tons of retrogrades i mean the 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 the, the anti-magnetic peak which goes from the 8th of august to the 15th of august every year Lions Gate on the eight eight. Um, you know, it's it it was it was huge, huge, huge energy that we've been that we've been dealing with. So um as we now stepped have stepped into into chapter four, I am experiencing it as such a beautiful let go. I felt a shift yesterday. We began on September eleventh, and yes, no, I, yes, it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. So it was the day after we did um, week one of chapter four, uniting the four living kingdoms and collapsing the Armageddon software. Um, a few things happened. Um, and with what happened, it was kind of like, well, whatever. And it was a, a surrender that happened that I have not experienced before. It was a let go that really um, lifted my energy and my spirits in the most amazing way. So the the changes that we experience during these projects are phenomenal. Um, the uh, I have testimonials uh, available um, in from our past. Uh, uh, projects which um, are available in the Aurora Ascent Online Ascension Academy, and um, these these changes and integrations show up in the most phenomenal ways based on the person's personal experiences. This recent project now. Um, we have had people's lives shift in ways that they have said they have not experienced shift up until this point ever. So this is telling us that the frequency that we are now attuned to are far more supportive and they are less dense because there is now an authentic, permanent connection with these changes that are happening, these irreversible, authentic shifts. So... Um, I've seen people shift and integrate in multiple ways. My own shifts and integrations are off the charts at times. And it's, 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 it, it, I get exceptionally excited because um, it's, it's, there's, there's so many dynamics to it. So definitely as the facilitator, I move through this work and have the experiences. And, um, you know, I, 
I go with the experience each and every day. So from week to week, we have a theme and we focus on that theme for the week. And our first week, for instance, is um, getting, recognizing and really embodying the energy of the things that we know we are really good at the things we believe authentically that is benevolent about us good about us the things that we are really amazing at and um fueling that energy in the sense of it connecting into our creative force acknowledging and fortifying our field of self-awareness self and self-love from a positive perspective rather rather than it being you know self-serving it's self-recognizing self-acknowledging so that we can then um, continue to grow from that so the awareness is very important so that when things do show up you apply what that week's theme is and as we go deeper and deeper into uh, the 12 weeks um, it is essential that you take what is activated in week one and you create this beautiful dance and symphony through each week which shows this magnificent story so journaling is an important part of this process um so that you can really uh uh, get into what's shifting and then you can also monitor the progress that you're making now um Jennifer, you asking, how did I know that it was time to work on the Armageddon software and how will working on this on a personal level shift the earth grids? Well, again, it is, it's a body knowing. It's an intuitive, full body impulse. Um, you know, it's, uh, I sense and feel, so what is it? It's clear, clear sentient, and um, I just know things. My body just knows, and it's always been accurate, when it, whether it's been a location to travel to physically to go and do earthwork, or whether it is um, information to put out so that, uh, you know, people can resonate, and we do this kind of thing. Now, the Armageddon software is everything that creates a war ring mentality inside of it. Anything that, you know, um, incites violence, aggression and anger. So when we address those things on a personal level, when we acknowledge where uh, Armageddon has broken out in our being and in our personality, in uh, wherever that wounding is holding some kind of violent aggression, aggressive, um, killing Armageddon energy, we release those. And as we, and it's not even, it's more than releasing, it's about authentically, permanently, and irreversibly healing those energies so that the density is permanently transcended and that wound is, is healed. So that releases the density of the earth grids because we're clearing it on a, um, personal uh, level so um, I trust that all makes sense it's quite a lot of information that I've given you there so if you are going to play this back to everyone um, that's almost 20 minutes of info there so I'll stop it here 
and then I'll answer your questions going on from there. Genesee, thank you, my darling, and thank you to um, all your listeners who show an interest in this. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Isn't she just phenomenal? I could listen to her all day <laughs> and her transmissions. So how she does her work, if you're a part of the 12-week process, is she sends out um, on Tuesday because it was 9-11. So Tuesday she sent out um, like a two-and-a-half-hour-long just transmission of everything that was going on. And she starts with this alignment, meditation, activation, and um, and then goes on from there. And so just really a phenomenal person and such a light um, such a light worker and so passionate about what she does. Again, you know, you have to trust everybody who is, um, I think, living from an authentic vibration will tell you that if I and what I'm speaking about resonates with you, go for it. If it's not resonating with you, go find what does. So we're all here playing in the same field together, but that doesn't mean we all have to be wanting to work on the same thing. There'd be no fun and no expansion of our consciousness in doing that. So um, so just a really interesting light and just somebody who has such a care and love for, um, for not only what she does, but um, you know, everybody who she's working with. And I think she's doing a trip in at the end of this. And I don't know if it's in 2019, um, but she's doing a trip with everybody to Egypt. And oh my gosh, this is good to do healing grid work there. And she just has so much amazing, um, amazing energy and connection that she's, you know, wanting to share with whoever is, uh, whoever is looking to be a part of that. And I'm going to try and call my dad, my papa, you guys always hear him and, and Michelle and I talk, let's see, I don't know. Um, papa, are you there? Hmm. Let's see this one. Here. Oh, are you there? I'm here. Hey. So finally. So everybody who's listened to the show knows that Papa texts me (laughs) at least twice a show giving me either corrected information or uh, or helping me or or just getting me distracted a lot of the time with with loving words and texts. So I wanted to bring you on because Michelle um, listened to last Friday's uh, session and she goes, I love your papa. (laughs) So I figured this was the perfect time, perfect time to bring you on. And are you still in California? Yeah, I'm still at your sister's house. Oh, the birthday girl. Awesome. So, have you been listening to not only last week, but this, have you been listening to this week in the interview with Michelle? Yeah. And then... Yeah, I I just finished the interview, yeah. And then one other question. Did you watch the Ascension Series interview with Michelle, or did you miss that one that I did with Dr. Tatiana? I think I saw part of it. I think I was having technical difficulties. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. So um, I just want to know because um, I know you and I are both experiencers, and I think that's why I chose you as a as a papa in this life, and that's why you chose me as a daughter in this life, <laughs> because we're both just uh, open experiencers who love to come together and talk about consciousness and what's happening to us on deep levels, even if we can't verbalize it all the time. So 
I think you're a good barometer to bounce all of this off of, which is what I do all the time with you. So I would love to know, number one, um, what Michelle is talking about, how it's resonating with you, if it is, uh, totally honest, if it's resonant with you or not. And then, um, and then two, if you've been experiencing some of the density that's been triggering at the beginning of this week, and I know you've been with Nicole, my sister, in San Diego, so it might be hard to experience density, but you're out there for work as well, so... Yeah, so I guess the, the first thing I'll say is I, I'm not experiencing a density shift only because I'm so euphoric seeing, you know, the other grandkids that I rarely get to see. So <laughs> so you're right. It's hard to, to judge based on me being out here in California, and so not very often. And so this is density, too, that, yes, it's coming to a head right like this past week, but this has been stuff, like she was saying, that's been triggering since July, and and then the gate the gateway of eight eight um, two thousand eighteen was kind of a crucial point. And so, have you been faced with a lot of lower self, lower ego stuff that 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 has been desperately trying to release itself from you? Yeah. So, so ego is is more sacral, right? Depends. Solar plexus, like. The okay. Oh, okay. Solar plex. So, so yeah, the lower. So um, I'm, I'm I'm thinking that, um, and like you said earlier, hard to articulate. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> hard to articulate, right? Yeah. So so I've been feeling that the uh, the more denser part, but you know, the the root, the the sacral, the solar plexus, are being. Um, more activated, so I'm 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 more aware of, you know, how I'm feeling, but I'm thinking also, you know, it is, it's more about me, so what do we, you know, when when I start thinking about myself, and it's an ego thing, right? I'm always trying to check my ego. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, recently, so so before I came out here anyway, it it just seems like I was having a lot of uh, ego issues without, you know, going into it. Explain it. So what's an ego issue? Like you felt you, you, you said something or did something and then felt, Oh, was that, was that my authentic self or was that me needing something or attention or whatever it could be? Yeah. I think some of it is, um, manipulation. Ah, yeah. You know, there's, your <laughs> there's your sacral. There's your sacral. Yeah. You feel like you're being manipulated though. In the situation. No. Oh. No. Oh. That's why it's ego. I'm being the manipulator. I'm falling back into that pattern oh, of yes. know, doing what I want to do to get what I want. Yeah. But having the awareness of it. So, so very interesting because um, I'm... Only was- aware because you just brought it up. I didn't think about it until just now. Oh, Really? <laughs> Do you, this that, was that, just what, the what light bulb was. moment. I knew it was something. <laughs> this was just the instant light bulb moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little flicker. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, interesting because uh, yesterday I was putting together a whole online course that's going to be free, um, and it's called Trust. Starting a practice, which I renamed it just yesterday. I renamed it Trust, which sacral chakra manipulation, (laughs) 
everything you're right. talking about is all this like trust identity, right? Because uh, we have to not only trust the the external environment and what we're being faced with, but then to move into losing the ego and being a full embodied living, breathing version of ourselves, then to move into that solar plexus chakra in a healthy way, we have to have gained the trust from everything we've created foundationally, root chakra, and then sacral chakra relationships, environment, how things are being reflected, mirrored to us, then we can move into solar plexus chakra in a healthy, authentic way instead of carrying a self-serving ego, lower self, lower vibration type energy into that. And so I just built yesterday a, um, well, (laughs) I shouldn't say it that way. I was putting it together from you know, years of collected yeah, material. It yeah, it came together and I was recording certain videos um, about this and it's it's basically how to start the process. And I remember exactly saying in one of the videos about how to look at what's being created in the environment, right? And have that self-reflective awareness and that we get triggered. Um, and right now, this is what's happening to so many of us. It's we're getting triggered by these emotions, right? So you started to feel into this potential e- serving the ego or potential manipulation to get what I want. And you felt into it. And in that in that in that time when it was happening, um, uh, whether you acknowledged it or not, um, during the time or what you were doing or how you were using your energy to get what you wanted, we're going to do it. We're going to have the interaction. We're going to manipulate. We're going to do these self-serving things. We're going to have these emotional engagements. And then when we have the recognition, because this is the only way to learn where our density is, And then once we have that light bulb moment is when it's a trigger saying, ah, you have successfully stepped higher on the mountain to where you're willing to reprogram this internal thought process, your your mental field. You have already established with yourself, and I'm going to congratulate you, you've already established that you're willing to reprogram your brain. And so what's happening now is you're playing out in your physical reality uh, engagements with with ex people, play you know work career people, whatever, to have these uh, trigger moments where you can have a light bulb go off at some point in time that says, "Hey, what I was doing was X Y Z manipulation. It was self serving. It was whatever. It was it was passive aggressive to take somebody's energy. Whatever it was, right? And so to have those moments." Um, it's this is this is second process this is second journey to me which is huge it's huge you have put yourself on a uh, in a place to where you said i'm ready to reorganize my internal story i'm ready to reprogram my subconscious programs and stop these patterns and so you have to have the environmental engagements to show you where you're still holding density so i congratulate you for having that light bulb moment and now you have that trigger moment and the light bulb awareness saying, hey, I did this because I was trying to take energy. And so that's going to get less and less because of your free will, your ability to choose if that's a continued story you want to play out in your subconscious or in this uh, subjective, not subconscious, subjective um, awareness that you're having. So that's huge. Congratulations.
<laughs> I just wish I, my, my recognition was more timely. But no, but it's so that's the one part of um, it's the hardest part of trust in in the divine process. But you have to trust that everything is happening exactly how it needs to happen for you, for the other people involved for everything. There's so many different cords of energy attached here, right? To any one individual conscious. What? My spider web's real big. Oh, you kind of cut out. I had so many cords attached to me, right? Oh, so, oh, yes. Are you referencing the octopus? (laughs) No, I'm back to the spider and the spider web. Oh, okay. We've we've upgraded. So uh, I said we've upgraded from octopus to spiderweb, but that's a good thing for people to reference. I love visuals, right? So think of yourself as the spider inside of the web or an octopus with all the different tentacles. So the octopus is the manipulator. The spider inside the web is the receiver, right? So we're constantly, you can either be the octopus or you can be the spider. But basically what that's symbolizing is that we are a consciousness attached to so many different cords, the octopus with his tentacles <laughs> and the spider inside the web and so it's it's all about you always but you're also in connection to so many other things and so this is how we just start describing timelines and when we start working on specific timelines there are certain things that have to be timed appropriately for everything to come into like a state of coherence right so as long as you're shifting yourself Yeah, as long as you're shifting yourself, you can have a conscious experience and that whole timeline might not be ready to shift, you know, because there's lots of of facets going on within it. But at least you're holding space for everything that's connected to you, through you, with you, by you, for you (laughs) to, to shift. And so that's why it's hard being a way shower, an energy worker, a healer, a teacher, a light worker, whatever you want to label it as. That's why it's hard being that person nowadays because you are so sensitive to how many, uh, how multidimensional you are that you shift yourself, yet the entire timeline hasn't shifted yet. So it's an interesting, thank you. That was a great, great full circle. Well, we've come to the top of the hour. Anything you want to say since everybody's heard your name and... Um, I, I love your show and I love the fact that, that you let, let us get involved in light and love. <laughs> light and love. Perfect way to send it off. Well, have fun. Give all those, uh, all my nieces and nephews and your grandbabies kisses for us from Ohio. And uh, with so much love to everybody, thank you so much uh, for another Friday. And until next Friday, take care of yourself. Take it slow. Shift the density. Just allow yourself to be you. Because the more you can be authentic in what you do, the easier it will be to recognize when things are out of alignment. So until next time, everybody, thank you. The Wellness Hour with Genesee on Karma Radio, every Friday at 11 a.m.